Welcome to the As the Leader Grows podcast. I am your host, Ken Jocelyn. I truly believe that everyone has something incredible to offer this world, but we too often get in our own way. We let the noise of this world crush our confidence and rob us of our focus. We let people and circumstances influence how we lead ourselves and how we lead others. The good news, you're not alone, and the change you desire is not out of reach. It's just on the other side of your decision to grow. A decision to grow into the leader that you're meant to be. If you're ready to build the confidence, gain the clarity, and create the community you deserve, you have landed in the right spot, and now is your time to grow. And welcome to another episode of As the Leader Grows. Again, I'm your host, Ken Jocelyn, where we are passionate about helping business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. Man, I am super excited to be with you today, wherever you are around the world. Number one, thank you for helping us hit the top 100 new release podcasts on Apple. Blown away, um, over 5,000 downloads already in just a, a few short months. Super excited today to talk to you guys about creating your ideal life, creating your ideal life. And this is all going to be wrapped around the idea that the world needs you to be the best version of yourself. Like literally the world needs you to be the best version of yourself. I heard a story this past week on Tom Bilyeu's podcast. He interviewed a young guy, well, not a young guy, but he was a young guy when they told the story. His name's Trevor Moad. He's a Big time magazine entrepreneur, one of the most successful magazine entrepreneurs. Sports Illustrated actually calls him, he's a CEO of Limit, Limitless Minds. CEO, uh, Sports Illustrated actually calls him the world's best brain trainer. Um, and he's one of the most successful magazine entrepreneurs in the world. And he shared a story about how he was raised by a single mom, struggled through school. And I'm hearing the story and I'm like, oh my God, it sounds just like me. <laughs> He promises his mom that he's going to take the SAT. And so he takes the SAT. And when his score came back, he got a perfect score on math. And he scored a 1480 out of 1600. And his mother, who understood like, okay, this is my son who can barely pass. He's barely getting through school. Asked him the question, hey, listen, did you cheat? And he goes, no, I did not cheat. Well, obviously, here's this kid who's in the bottom, you know, 5 10% in his high school class who comes back with a 1480 on his SAT. He graduates. He goes to Wichita State and then eventually goes to Ivy League school because now he's got the attention of all of these huge schools because of his SAT score. Barely made it through high school, didn't like school, which, you know, most – most entrepreneurs and CEOs aren't crazy about school because of the way that, you know, they teach. It's, it's literally set up. It was created, you know, over a hundred years ago to help create factory workers and, you know, memorization and all of the way that we do school is just not feasible or conducive to learning for a lot of people who have an entrepreneurial brain who think, who have to move to think and, and those types of things. And so, he graduates from college. He starts this, you know, this magazine entrepreneurship. Sports Illustrated talks about him. Twelve years later, he gets a letter in the mail. Doesn't think anything about the letter that he gets in the mail. The next day, the wife says, hey, you've got this letter. 
in the mail from the SAT board. And it turns out as he's reading this letter, he opens it up, that the SAT board periodically reviews their test-taking procedures. Basically, they run an audit on the test. They realize that he was one of 13 people who was sent the wrong SAT score. His actual score, you ready for this, was a 740. (laughs) His actual score was a 740. But what happened in his life was when he got those test results back and he thought he made a 1480, his behavior changed. See, people say, and this is what they talked about on the podcast with Tom, people say his life changed when he got the score back and it was a 1480. But his life really changed when he began to act like someone who scored a 1480. Guys, for over 20 years, I've had one saying, I've said this at every leadership table from you know, being in youth ministry to being a senior pastor to being a, one of the top mortgage brokers to now, you know, owning and running a, a multi seven figure coaching and consulting business, even in, on the EXP side where I've got agents in Birmingham and in Atlanta doing residential commercial real estate. I've done right at $300 million in real estate transactions. And I've said this at every leadership table that I sit at the head of for the past 20 plus years. When you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. When you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. One of the questions I posed on one of our coaching calls inside of our GSD community a few months ago was this. If you're a business of $1 million and you want to become a business of $3 million or whatever the number is, fill in the blank, it doesn't matter. You want to become a business of X. Do the things that the businesses that are at that level are doing and you will become a business at that level. You want to be you want to be a great father, you want to be a great mother, you want to be a great sibling, you want to be a great coworker, you want to be a great whatever it is. You want to become a great basketball player, you want to become a great athlete, you want to become a great musician. It doesn't matter what it is you want to become. If you want whatever it is you want to become, if you will do and emulate the people that are the best of the best of the best, if you'll simply do what they do, over a period of time, you're going to have and get in the same positions that they are. And again, for twenty over 20 years, I've said this. When you act like you belong in the room, you'll get in the room. So what happened in this guy's life was, what happened in this guy's life was, Trevor Moad, he didn't even score a 1480, but he thought he did. And the moment he thought he scored a 1480, what, what happened was he began to act like someone who scored a 1480. And again, we're talking this morning about creating your ideal life. And why is that important? Because the world needs you at your best. Literally, it is. I can barely turn the TV on. I can't watch any news. It's hard for me when I go to the gym. If I if I do a Peloton ride or a bike ride or something at, at Planet Fitness, if it's not an F45 gym and I go to Planet Fitness and I'm on the bike for 30 or 45 minutes, cranking out 10 to 15 miles, I literally can't even look at the TVs. I have to focus on ESPN. I can't even focus on the news because it's too depressing. I can't focus on anything that's going on in our world because all the, all the information we get from news channels is negative. It's constant negativity. 
And what the world needs right now, every single one of you guys that are listening to my voice this morning or in the afternoon, it's morning when I record this, obviously, every single one of you, I want you to hear this one thing from me today. The world needs you at your best. And there's a couple of reasons I want to talk to you in the next 10 minutes, 12 minutes in this podcast. A couple of reasons why. Number one, and if you're writing, taking notes, write this down. You set the example. Like you set the example. I love in scripture, for those of you guys that listen and you you might be Christ followers or you're kind of exploring your faith, one of the things that Paul, who was a disciple of Jesus in the New Testament, Paul wrote two-thirds of the New Testament. All of the epistles or the letters that were written back and forth to the churches, church at Corinth, um, church in Galatia, the church of Rome, all of those different letters. Paul wrote all of the, all of those letters. One of the things that Paul wrote in there, there's a, there's a verse of scripture. This Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. Like Paul said, listen, I'm going to set the example. And what I want you to do is follow how I live. I want you to follow how I passionately pursue and chase God. That's what I want you to, I want you to watch my behavior. And I want, I want you to emulate my behavior. My good friend, Brandon Dawson at Cardone Ventures, who's partners with Grant Cardone. Brandon says this all the time. Business is simple. It's he, he breaks it down into his three M's, model, mimic, and master. Like model businesses that are ahead of you, what are they doing? What makes them successful? My good friend, Sharon Lecter and Greg Reed in their book, Three Feet from Gold, had this quote that success leaves clues. Like success leaves clues. Model, like when you you can tell what they do when you get an up-close look at what's going on in their life. That one fact is why it's so important for you to be involved in a community like at Growstack Drive, like GSD, and be involved in a community of entrepreneurs who are literally crushing it every single day and living their significant lives, chasing a life of significance versus just a life of success. Does the revenue, do we need to move the needle in revenue? Of course we do, because it allows us to have the freedom to be able to live the life that God's called us to live and to be able to bless and do things for other people around us. So we understand that when Paul said, follow me, Brandon talks about model, mimic, like I'm going to do the same things you do and then master, like then you master whatever that skill is or whatever that habit is, you master that. I posted on my Instagram at Ken Jocelyn. I posted on my Instagram this morning on my story, a tweet that I did about my morning routine. I shared with everybody my morning routine starting at about 4 a.m. all the way through. I'm recording this podcast at 7.12 in the morning on uh, actually Wednesday morning. I'm recording this podcast. I've already done more in the last three hours, three and a half hours than most people are going to do all day long. Like literally have cranked out, got a killer workout in, cranked out work this morning already. Model, mimic, master. Again, if you do the things, if you do the things that people at whatever, you fill in the blank. If you're taking notes, write this down. What is the goal? What is the thing you want to do? When I pastored, I had, this is the one thing I had all my team do. I don't care if they were over students, if they were over children's ministry, it didn't matter what it was. Same thing, same thing we do now with our agents. Who are the most successful two or three people that you know that you can develop a relationship with that are in the same field? Who are those people and what do you need to do to build a relationship with them so you can get close enough to see what they do so you can model, 
so you can see what they do. Again, this is why coaching is so important. This is why being involved in a community is so important. And listen, if you're listening today and you're not involved in a community, I want to invite you. Jump in growstackdrive.com forward slash challenge. 10 days for free. And you can jump on a two calls, Monday morning, Wednesday night. We we do calls with about 35 to 45 entrepreneurs from around the country, from brand new starting out to guys that are doing close to $100 million a year. Trevor Moad's life changed not because they sent him an incorrect score of a 1480. His life changed because the moment he saw that test result of a 1480, he saw himself as an individual who was capable of getting a 1480 on the SAT. And it changed his behavior. It changed the way he lived. It changed the way he looked at himself in the mirror. It changed his belief in himself. The world needs you at your best. Why? Because you set the example. I'll never forget, I did my National Youth Leadership Conference. I actually called it Create back in 2000. Some of the top guys in the country in youth ministry, student ministry, then Ron Luce, Richard Crisco, my good friend Danny Chambers, who passed away about a year, year and a half ago. I brought all these guys in. We had 385 leaders from around the country. I think 18 or 19 different states came in. And I'll never forget, I'm getting ready to do my first National Youth Leadership Conference. Guys are in, and girls are coming from all over the country to see how in the world we were doing what we were doing, how we raised the money, how we built out our facility, how we grew from a handful of kids to several hundred every single week. How are you doing what you're doing? And I'll, I'll never forget. I'm in prayer a week or two before that. And I'm just kind of praying through and I'm like, I'm like, God, why are you, why are you doing this through me? And I'll never forget, there's only been a couple of times I've, I've really kind of heard God spoke to me where I knew that I knew that I knew that it was God's voice. And I said, God, why me? And I'll never forget laying there on my stage, had some music playing. I never forget on that stage when God spoke to me and he said, Ken, why not you? So here's the question I want to ask you this morning. Whatever dream it is God's put in your heart, whatever desire it is you have this morning, the world needs you to be at your best. Because you set the example for everyone around you. So when you ask yourself, why me? I'm going to, I'm going to say the same thing to you. Speak the same thing into your life that God spoke into mine. Why not you? Why not you? Second thing. Number one, you set the example. Number two, you show everyone what is possible. You show everyone what is possible. And when we talk about showing people what's possible, it is almost impossible not to talk about what Roger Bannister did in the four-minute mile. And I know you've heard this story before. When Roger Bannister broke the record of a four-minute mile in 1954, he was the first human being. Listen, Scientists said it was humanly impossible for a man to physically run a four-minute mile. He broke the four-minute mile, and within a year, four or five people broke it again. Three people broke it in one single race in the same year. Why? Because all of the sudden, people looked and said, light bulb moment, this is possible. I can do this. When I started Grow Stack Drive two years ago, I didn't have a plan. I didn't have a. I didn't have really this 
this huge dream to start a multi seven figure coaching and consulting business, doing a conference called Create in Atlanta, the number one entrepreneur conference in the in the Southeast with guys like John Maxwell, friends like Ed Milet, Randy Garn, Amber Lago, Anthony Trucks, Carlos Reyes. I didn't, I didn't really even have a dream to do all of those things. But as I begin to move and I got in motion and I begin to see and the vision begin to unfold in front of me, what I've done for all the other coaches and consultants that are out there, authors that are out there that, Hey, you know what? Literally in a span of 12 to 24 months, you can do the same thing that I did. I'll never forget the first room I stood in front of. It was youth pastors. I don't know, five or 600 of them. And my good friend Ron Luce said, Ken, will you come up and share your story about the growth and just the explosion that I saw in my, my student ministry back in, I guess it was 1998, 1999, where we went literally from a handful of kids to almost 200 students in one year raised over $10,000 from a handful of students in an offering. We were moving into our new building, went out and raised almost $70,000 built out. This was in 1999 before this was something that was common across the country. We literally were trendsetters and we did something nobody else did. Listen, when you show people what's possible It removes the lid off of their mindset and gives them the, wow, I can do this. Never forget the first time I shared my story about what God had done in the previous 12 months at that event in Atlanta. There's 12 to 14,000 students there, six, 800, you know, youth leaders, youth pastors, senior pastors. And I'm sharing my story in front of all these, this room, several hundred people. Share my story. I get done. The next year I come back and we had, we had even seen more explosive growth in that time. The next year I come back and Ron said, Hey, I want you to share that again. Obviously. So I get up in front of, you know, five, six, seven hundred youth pastors and share my story again and talk about the explosive growth that we had seen even year over year. The end of my talk, I got done in a, in a, there was a, a youth pastor that came up to me and he said, Ken, I heard you share this story last year. And I sit there in my chair and I begin to write down my mission statement, my core values, my BHAGs, big, hairy, audacious goals for the next 12 months. And I want you to know, because I heard you share your story, it lit a belief in me and everything I wrote down 12 months ago came to pass this year. His story sounded almost exactly like my story did 12 months ago. So when you get around and you have the opportunity to get around, I'm passionate about this. When you have the opportunity to get around people who are doing things that, that absolutely the world looks at and goes, man, that is amazing. When you have the opportunity to get around people like that, you've got to take advantage of it. It's why inside of our GSD planner, when I created it, I wrote in the bottom right-hand corner, not wrote, but had printed on the, on every single page where we do our goals, gratitude, affirmations, top three wins and 1% better in our school board every day. There's a quote that I, that I used to write in my 10 X planner every day for a year and a half until I created my own. And this quote goes like this, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you do. The first time I met Grant Cardone in a 
you you want to talk about a God encounter? I, I, I was not supposed to be in the hallway I was, private hallway, five people, three of us asking questions about becoming a Cardinal licensee. And here comes this little short five foot five dude bebopping down the road with two big bodyguards about to go on stage. And he makes a beeline for me. Richie introduces us and he looks at me. He goes, why are you here? And I said, I'm here to blow the lid off my mindset of what's a lot of money. I want to help church planters not have to struggle when they plant churches the way I did. I want to be able to have freedom with my finances so I can give and sow into people's lives as God leads and directs me to do that. I want to be able to help entrepreneurs blow the lid off their mindset of what is possible for them to do. Guys, listen, if you're listening to this podcast this morning, the world needs you at your best. Because number one, you set the example. Number two, you show everyone what is possible. You show people what is possible. Your kids, your sphere of influence. You know, we talk a lot about three spheres of influence, community, circle, and corner. Your community, that large group you travel with, they're going to see you do what you do. It's going to inspire them to believe and do greater things. Your circle, the 10 or 12 people you spend the most time with, like literally you're going to inspire them to do greater things. The one thing I told Grant about a month and a half after I met him the first time, never heard of him before my two weeks before I met him, never even heard of him before December the 9th of 2020, 2019, I'm in 10X headquarters sharing with 170, 180 of his staff, my story. And I got done. They all obviously went to, they all kind of went to do their works. This was their, their, their team meeting they do in the morning, which is phenomenal. If you've ever, if you've ever seen it or experienced it. And then I share in front of Grant, there's 12 of us in the room and I'm sharing my story. And I told Grant, cause Grant and I had met, he calls me preacher. I said, Grant, the best way I can describe what happened when I came to boot camp was the businessman on the inside of me got born again that day. Like there was something, dude, he jumped up out of his chair. He's like, oh my God, did you hear that? This guy's so passionate, man. Come on, preacher. He called me, he goes, come on, preacher. He goes, man, there's some fire in you for, and I'm just like, something lit on fire on the inside of me. Why? Because he set the example for me. Okay. Some of you guys are like going, okay, Grant Cardone, do I, do, Ken, do you agree with everything he does? Of course I don't. You're not going to agree with everything I do. I'm not going to agree with everything you do. But I say this all the time, eat the fish and spit out the bones. There are things that Grant, there's a ton of things that Grant, he set the example. He he is showing everyone what is possible. Who in your life, let me ask you this question. Who in your life needs you to set the example? Who in your life needs you to be the trailblazer? To set the example, to do things that no one has ever done before. I'll never forget when we talk about setting the example. And I talked about the the verse where Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. When I was pastor in my church, you know, six, seven years ago, spoke twice every Sunday, a few hundred people in our church spoke twice. And after two services, I'm zapped. My kids, my two older daughters would drive me home every week. Get done, you know, you're, you know, you're shaking hands and hugging necks and kissing babies and talking to first time guests. And you, you spoke twice, 35 minutes a pop. It's, you're physically and emotionally and spiritually just drained. And I never forget. And I got in the car one day and my daughter said, Dad, she goes, you know what I love about you? And I said, what's that, baby? She said, you're the same guy on the stage as you are at home. You're the same guy all the time. Like I set the example. I had a, 
two and a half hour lunch with my oldest daughter yesterday. We had um, tacos and I had a good old watermelon margarita at Taco Mama here in Birmingham. And we were talking yesterday and she said, Dad, she goes, because we I was I mentioned my age. I'm 53 years old. She said, Dad, what you're doing right now for us and the work that you're doing on yourself and your heart and your past and all the, the deep work you're doing. She goes, you're showing all four of your daughters what's possible. Guys, the world needs you at your best because you set the example and you show everyone what is possible. Listen, I want to encourage you, if you do not have a community, I want to encourage you to dive into our free 10-day challenge. GrowStackDrive.com forward slash challenge. Gets you access to three things. Gets you access to our Monday morning coaching calls, our Wednesday night coaching calls. It gets you access to my grow course where I help you learn how to identify, remove, and replace limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs like fear, insecurity, scarcity, comparison, shame, and success. Those are the six that I hit because those are the six main ones that I see people trip up all the time. One of my affirmations is that I will live a life where my heart, where I dream, my head, which is where my belief system is located, and my relationships will be in alignment. I see a lot of people who have limited beliefs and their head trips over their, their vision trips over their head or their belief system all the time. And they literally never can see their vision or that they can never really see the picture that they're painting in their heart come to pass because their belief system is locked up and it's limited. The definition of a limited belief is something that prohibits you from seeing the potential of your future. It robs your ability to being able to dream. So I want to encourage you, you get access to that course for 10 days and you get access to our world-class private Facebook community, a couple hundred entrepreneurs around the country. It is absolutely amazing. Again, guys, if this has blessed you today, I'm going to ask you to do a couple things. Number one, I'm going to ask you to hit that subscribe button, smash that like button, download this podcast. As you're listening to it, grab a screenshot, put it on your Instagram page, on your Instagram story, tag me in it. And I'll throw that out. I've got about 30,000 followers. I'll, I'll re-share that, throw that out, and give you some love in front of our followers. But guys, thank you so much. Listen, go create your ideal life. The world needs you at your best. Have a good one. We'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to the As The Leader Grows podcast. My heart is always to add value to others on their journey to becoming the best version of themselves. If this episode did that for you, please subscribe, like, and share. Also, as a thank you for listening, please visit book.growstackdrive.com to get a free digital copy of my Amazon best-selling book, As the Leader Grows. Tune back in often and continue your journey of growth, whether it is here or elsewhere. The best investment you can make as a leader is in yourself.